What's up? What's up? Nick Loper here. Welcome to the Side Hustle Show because 69% of American households have less than $1,000 in a savings account. And not that anyone is there by choice, but it doesn't have to be that way. Quick bonus episode for you today, a behind the scenes look at my latest project, 1K 100 Ways. It's a new book that features 100 ways, as you might have guessed, to make an extra $1,000 or more in your spare time. Inside, you'll find dozens of inspiring, actionable stories from Side Hustle Show guests, yes, but mostly from members of the Side Hustle Nation community. You can learn more and grab a copy at 1k100ways.com, which is actually where this project started about six and a half years ago. 1k100ways.com is a domain name that I registered for the first time in early 2015. I thought it would be awesome to showcase a hundred different ways to earn an extra thousand bucks and then highlight some of the great work that was getting done by the Side Hustle Nation community. I went back through and dug up my GoDaddy receipt from there. I paid you know 12 bucks for two years of domain registration. And then I sat on it. I sat on it for years. And in the meantime, I mean, lots of other projects kind of took priority, including other book projects. And sometimes it's hard to predict which direction inspiration is going to take you because between uh, then and now, I published Buy Buttons in 2016. I published The Progress Journal in 2018. I published The Side Hustle in 2019. And along the way, we had a couple kids too. Like that's how long 1K 100 Ways has been sitting on the back burner. But some ideas just won't die. And this was one of them. This was something that I felt like I needed to get out into the world and it was going to get done sooner rather than later. And uh, later it was in this case. But uh, towards the end of last summer, I finally decided to, okay, let's let's rip off the band-aid. Let's get started on this project to say that I was naively optimistic about how long it was going to take, how hard it would be, would be uh, a pretty large understatement. I was thinking okay, you know, it's the end of August, I should have this buttoned up, ready to go for a, a November launch, you know, maybe do a Black Friday promotion around it or something. That's what I was thinking. And on the surface, it seemed feasible, because after all, my game plan was to essentially crowdsource the whole meat of the book. If I could get 100 members of the Side Hustle Nation community to submit their stories, there really wouldn't be much actual writing required from my part. And that turned out to actually be partially true, but for um, a few different factors, it was still a lot harder than anticipated. Uh, among those was me not doing a great job of carving out time in my week to move this project forward. I was still working just Tuesdays and Thursdays, and with my other projects and priorities and obligations, that book was often neglected. But let's go back to late August 2020. The first stage of this project was collecting the stories. Like, let me get the raw data here so we have something to play with. But even before that, I had to figure out, okay, what bits of information does it make the most sense to collect? And how are we going to collect them? Well, um, the method for collection was Google Forms. This is what I've used for Side Hustle Nation surveys in the past. So I set up this Google Form and asked questions like, How'd you come up with the idea? What do you do? First of all, what's the elevator pitch? Uh, how'd you come up with that idea? What motivated you to get started? How much did it cost to get started? I asked uh, how you found your initial traction, how you found your first customers, how long roughly did it take to reach the $1,000 in profit mark uh, in a typical month? How much does the business earn today? 
asked lots of questions like this. And my thought was I wanted it to be, you know, somewhat parallel, if that makes sense. You know, so you can kind of compare different story to different story and have you know, roughly the same structure on each page. And these questions are similar to the arc of a lot of Side Hustle Show episodes. And so the final book, perhaps deceptively simple in appearance, is 100 people's answers to those questions. So to begin collecting stories, so I sent an email out to the Side Hustle Nation newsletter list. Again, this is late August 2020. Uh, my subject line was, can I feature you, Nick? Can I feature you, you know, first name using the personalization feature uh, inside of Active, Active Campaign? I ended up getting well over 100 responses in uh, the first few weeks, which looked great. But I soon learned that not all responses were equally valuable. For for example, some people gave me 1,500 words to work with. Awesome, right? Um, but other people maybe only gave me 150 words. Uh, it's always possible to edit for length and brevity. But with this type of work, you can't really put words in people's mouths to expand their profile. So um, in this case, more was definitely better because we could always trim it down. The next stage of the project was then reviewing those stories. So going through those 150 or 200, however many there were, reviewing those stories that I got back, I used a color-coded system in the you know, Google Sheet results sheet that the Google form generated, you know, kind of like traffic lights, you know, green, green being good, yellow is, ah, that's a maybe. And red was like, ah, no go, there's not enough to go on here. And the problem was when I got down to the bottom, I didn't have 100 greens. I don't know if I even had 80. And I'd already committed to the whole book being 100 ways. So uh, this marked the start of directly soliciting stories from friends and acquaintances. Hey, you want to be in the, in the book? Fill in this form. And also reaching out to some of the authors of some of the yellow responses, the yellow coded responses, to see if uh, they could provide a little extra detail, a little more color, a little more explanation to uh, what they'd submitted so far. Now, phase four was this categorization phase. So we did phase one was, okay, what's the survey setup? Phase two is collecting that data. Phase three was this, okay, first pass through initial like review of that uh, data that came back. Phase four is this categorization. And in hindsight, probably should have just included a checkbox on the front of the form for like the broad business model, like what category would you consider your business to operate in, which would have, you know, maybe sped up the process of categorizing uh, the submissions after the fact, because ultimately, I wanted to organize the book into different chapters or sections of similar businesses, so it wouldn't feel completely random uh, to the reader. And in the end, I ended up with four sections of roughly 25 stories apiece. Those were local services, freelancing, online business, and then e-commerce and physical products was the fourth section. If you travel a lot for work or for vacation, you might be familiar with that feeling you get knowing you're leaving your space unused for long periods of time, and you're still paying for that privilege. But hosting on Airbnb means you don't have to leave your home sitting empty when you're away. Being an Airbnb host isn't just a way to earn some extra cash. It's a chance to share your space and make a guest's vacation all the more memorable. You might be thinking, eh, maybe my place isn't the right fit, but don't write it off just yet. Your potential Airbnb might be right in front of you. Whether it's a spare room or even your entire home, there's an opportunity waiting. Airbnb turns your home into a practical and even profitable venture. We just got back from a family trip to Hawaii where we stayed in a great Airbnb, but our place back home could have been a highlight to somebody else's travels, and we could have used the extra cash to help pay for the trip. 
So if you're curious about hosting on Airbnb, find out how much your space could be worth by visiting airbnb.com slash host. Once again, that's airbnb.com slash host. When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search and hit the ground running with your new hire. But what if you could get rid of the search part and just get matched with qualified candidates? Well, now you can with our sponsor, Indeed. It's simple. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. The matching and hiring platform is trusted by over three and a half million businesses worldwide to connect with great talent faster. And 93% of employers agree that Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. For my next hire, I'm using Indeed to tap into a talent pool of 350 million unique monthly visitors. And what else is cool is Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use it, the better it gets. And how about this? Side Hustle Show listeners get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash Side Hustle Show. Just go to Indeed.com slash Side Hustle Show right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash Side Hustle Show. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Phase five was one of the more tedious tasks in this project, and that was copying the text from Google Sheets into paragraph form in Google Docs. Like doing this for one row of data, uh, you know, with eight or nine questions deep um, is kind of a pain, but then doing it a hundred times is probably going to be enough to make you want to throw your laptop through the window. So I was very grateful to have some virtual assistant help for that process, but still took longer than anticipated. Phase six for me was drafting the you know intro text and some of the other interior text because by now I've probably got 70,000 words in a Google Doc and I haven't written a single one of them. That's a huge book already all by itself. Um, and for the sake of comparison, buy buttons, I want to say was around 45,000 words when it was completed. So this is a, a substantial tome already and I haven't even done my part of it yet. Um, but I do need to come up with a brief intro to the book, some chapter uh, descriptions, and then some final thoughts and takeaways, even though, you know, the bulk of the book is still going to be these other people's stories. Now, before the project even started, I knew the story that I wanted to lead with in the intro, because I remember this really distinctly. I was working at this Mongolian grill in Issaquah, like fantastic restaurant, fantastic summer job, um, loving life there. But after this lunch rush one day, you know, my friend and I, my coworker and I discovered this $1,000 bill in the tip jar. And it's pretty realistic looking. And we, you know, we're holding it up to the light. We're like, you know, just going through our heads. Oh, what would a thousand bucks mean? And, and of course, you know, it turns out to be fake. It's got George W. Bush's picture on it. But the thought of that extra thousand bucks gave us lots to talk about for the rest of that day, lots to dream about. And then I also knew that I wanted to cover some of the genuinely alarming statistics about people's lack of personal savings that I led off the top of the show with the 69% of American households don't have this $1,000 of saving cushion and the impact that $1,000 would mean to a lot of families. So that was phase six, kind of drafting that intro and other kind of interior text. Phase seven for me was the editing and formatting phase. And we're, we're already well into 2021 at this point. We're months past my overly optimistic, you know, initially planned November launch timeline. Thankfully, Jennifer Harshman from harshmanservices.com agreed to be uh, my extra set of eyes and clean up these 
you know, hundreds of pages of user generated content because we wanted each story to maintain the, the author's voice because it really is them, you know, it's first person type of stuff, but still presents some level of consistency page to page in terms of formatting. And because the text was so long, this wasn't a particularly fast process either. So the weeks just keep going by and, uh, you know, we're getting closer and closer uh, to the finish line. Phase eight for me was a signal that you're getting close to that finish line. And that's when you start thinking about cover design. So I had a certain look in my mind, um, you know, when I was picturing the cover in my mind, like this big, bold uh, text that takes up most of the cover. So I kind of mocked up a few variations of that in PowerPoint. I solicited some votes from the Side Hustle Nation newsletter list. And the one that came back as a clear winner was this one with, um, you know, the big, bold text and, uh, and this green background. And in hindsight, um, it was the only green option that I presented. So of course it stood out with a sea of other like white background covers. So perhaps not the most uh, scientific data. Still, it was a clear winner. So I was confident to move forward with that, but I still wanted to say, well, what else could we come up with? I asked Brent to take a crack at it. And with some help from Canva, we created this other cover design that had like this cute little, you know, piggy bank, a little bit smaller text up top, had this piggy bank with, uh, you know, coins dropping in. And then I submitted both of those to the Side Hustle Nation Facebook group. And at the time that I tallied up the results, the uh, piggy bank version had around double the votes of the you know other all text version. So that's the one that I ended up uh, running with uh, for the actual cover design. The most common feedback that I got in that Facebook thread, which had almost 300 comments, well, you know, the, the piggy bank symbolizes saving money rather than earning it. And, uh, and Nick, the title is confusing. A hundred ways to make an extra thousand dollars would be easier to say, easier to grasp than 1K, 100 ways. Both are totally valid points. Uh, phase nine for me was uploading this thing to Amazon. And for whatever reason, maybe I'm just out of practice. I had a hard time getting this book to look right uh, on both the Kindle and the paperback editions. Finally, I figured out how to upload an EPUB file generated uh, by the free Calibre, Calibre software that would keep my embedded uh, header font. Otherwise, it just you know got erased every time I would upload a different file. And I've always said to that, like, paper, look, paperback formatting is easy because it's kind of what you see is what you get. But this time, it wasn't quite so. Each time I would run a new version through the KDP previewer tool, it would be off by just a few pages from my Word doc, like just enough to make it really <laughs> tedious to troubleshoot. Like, okay, I uploaded 300 pages and you came back with 305 or 306. And you're like, where are you getting these extra pages for Kindle? It, it, so it turns out it's what you see is almost what you get, but certain paragraphs you know, would flow to the next line and you know that would push everything else on the page down. And if you get enough of those over the course of 300 pages, things toward the end of, end of the book especially start to get messed up. And all of a sudden, you know, the page numbers in your table of contents, they're not accurate anymore. Super frustrating process, but eventually I was able to get that uh, all sorted out. Although sadly not before ordering, you know, a few dozen less than optimal copies for the entrepreneurs featured in the book, but neither here nor there. It's, uh, it's fixed now. That was phase nine, this, uh, you know, uploading to Amazon and final formatting phase. Phase 10 was to collect pre-launch reviews. And so actually I uh, skipped a step earlier because I didn't mention that I had recruited around 50 
advanced review copy readers, primarily from the email list. And how that worked was at the end of one of my newsletters, or maybe a month and a half ago in the PS section, I asked people to reply if, hey, would you like a free copy of my upcoming book in exchange for a review? Fun little way to reward people for reading all the way to the bottom. And as soon as that first draft was finished, probably you know three, three and a half weeks before the launch, I sent out uh, PDF copies and .mobi files uh, so people could put those on their Kindle devices. So I sent that to this beta reader group. And uh, a couple beta readers in particular were really helpful. Mark and Ma, thank you. They both uh, responded and pointed out uh, a couple typos that had evaded me thus far. And then last week, I set the book on kind of a quiet, hush, hush, uh, super secret, uh, free promotion on Kindle, invited invited the same group of beta readers to, you know, order it, you know, buy it for free, and then you can drop in a verified review on Amazon. I also messaged everyone who was featured in the book. I let them know that the Kindle edition was temporarily free on Amazon, and then I offered to send them a hard copy as well. Like, hey, I want, you want to say thank you for, for sharing your story. And that was actually a ton of fun. And it ended up, I ended up sending around 50 copies to locations all around the world. Lots of fun, lots of fun trying to navigate different you know, Amazon ordering systems for non-US locations. And for some of these people, I hadn't, you know, communicated with them in 11 months. Like, hey, you might not remember this, but last summer you filled out this this form on, you know, to be featured in this book. Well, a little embarrassed with how long it took, but it's finally just about go time. Thank you for sharing your story. Can I send you a copy? And so that was a lot of fun to reconnect with, with a lot of the uh, authors in there. And so the result was around 20 pre-launch reviews in the U.S. Amazon store. Definitely enough uh, to have a critical mass of social proof. So when you you do do a public launch, it doesn't look like a ghost town. It looks like, okay, you know, people have uh, vouched for this. It, it looks it looks official. It looks legit. And then that brings us to today, to phase 11, is launch week. And so game plan for the launch uh, is to offer the Kindle version of the book at uh, 99 cents for a few days, probably through Saturday, um, and then raise it to $2.99 uh, on Sunday, and then, you know, possibly uh, inch that up higher in subsequent weeks. Now, in addition to this episode to support the launch, I've got some broadcast emails uh, set to go out to the newsletter list, probably Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday would be the sequence for that. And I've got some paid email promos as well. Uh, one was with BookSends. The other one was with Bargain Booksy, I think it was called, but I don't know if that'll actually run this week. That might run later in August. And I'm going to apply for a BookBub uh, promo as well. So I've heard uh, good things about that from uh, from Matt Ralph, from Steve Scott, from other authors as well. And then I want to try and set up some AMS ads for 1K, 100 Ways. But my can- I don't know about this. Like My campaigns for the side hustle book uh, kept getting denied for... I want to say they said like unsubstantiated marketing claims. You know, it was never really clear what they were looking for. It was like, well, you know, all of these are real stories. Like, how would you prefer I substantiate them? Like, do you want to see tax returns from the people featured? It was, I don't know. Um, so I'll be curious to see if this title runs uh, into similar issues. Hopefully not. But that's kind of on the, the next stage of this, trying to drive some evergreen traffic from Amazon itself through AMS ads. Otherwise, like I'm not going on, you know, an extended podcast guesting tour or anything like that. I'm not trying to 
hit any national bestseller lists with this one. Just trying to share some examples of what real people are doing to earn extra money and hopefully inspire a domino effect of of action along the way. So we'll see how this launch shapes up. But ultimately, in the book, it's another asset out in the world that can help people and hopefully earn some author royalties as well. We're traveling the first part of August, but I do plan on recording the audiobook version at some point. Uh, maybe later this summer, maybe early fall, uh, given the pace of this project, probably, you know, 2025, but we'll definitely have to uh, warm up the vocal cords for that project. In any case, I want to thank you for your support. You can go ahead and grab a copy, uh, on Amazon. If you haven't already, 1k100ways.com will get you over there again, 1k100ways.com. That is it for me. Thank you so much for tuning in. Until next time, let's go out there and make something happen. And I'll catch you in the next edition of The Side Hustle Show. Hustle on. Is there a more dreaded question than what's for dinner? Meal planning and eating well to hit your nutrition goals doesn't have to be complicated. Our sponsor, Factor, makes it easy by sending delicious, ready-to-eat, chef-crafted, dietitian approved meals right to your door. Every week, you've got over 35 different menu options to choose from, including keto, calorie-smart, vegan and veggie options, and more. Some personal favorites of ours so far have been the garlic mushroom chicken thighs and the Indian butter tofu. These are restaurant-quality meals ready in just two minutes. No prep, no mess. It's the perfect easy button solution for busy side hustlers and couples. And it's not just dinner either. Factor has nutrient-packed snacks, smoothies, breakfasts, and more. And hey, plans change, which is why you can scale up or down your meals or pause or reschedule your deliveries anytime. Head to factormeals.com slash sidehustle50 and use code sidehustle50 to get 50% off your first box and two free wellness shots per box while your subscription is active. That's code sidehustle50 at factormeals.com slash sidehustle50 to get 50% off your first box and two free wellness shots per box while subscription is active. Big thanks to Factor for sponsoring the show.